Poison. Hi, it's Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas and uh, proud to be out here at a great Baylor Club event. Seventh annual charity classic fundraiser hosted by the Baylor Club and in partnership with the Isaiah 117 house and um, really cool place. They just broke ground recently and that's for uh, foster kids and and, uh, boy, just a place that they can go and, and a really neat deal. Now, Matt Lively has been out and about today. Uh, and Lively, you just never know where he's going to be, where you might run into Matt. But, uh, Matt, the um, one of your colleagues in town, uh, Nicole Sheeran, I walked in to watch the end of the World Cup game, and there she was. She had the TV camera. She had the laptop up, and uh, that ended up being a really cool scene over there. So, Matt, I... I I think uh, I think Nicole knew the place to go, and I would suggest to you, Matt, unless you're covering the the Big 12 title game, which uh, you may do, uh, I would suggest being Saturday morning for that next game against the Netherlands. You should be right over there at the Dancing Bear Pub. I'm going to be uh, moseying around Jerry World, which is the most confusing stadium in the United States. But I don't know. What time does that World Cup game start? Can I can I jump from Arlington back to Dancing Bear? I also, a little a shameless plug here for the Dancing Bear Pub. If you go there on Thursday nights, you get a free pint glass from whatever their special pint of the night is. So I'm a big Dancing Bear fan as it is. Well, as a good Baptist, I don't really understand even what the pint, what that concept is like. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, Matt, you know, what... Um, what is your favorite? You know, they have some local uh, fare and all that kind of thing, but uh, that's good to know. Thursday night specials, as Matt Lively kind of guides you on a, his, uh, his kind of a pub crawl, pub crawl we should call that, and uh, Lively can kind of guide us through that. But what a really spirited crowd, led by the GM, Chris Salazar, over from Shorty's Pizza, and he was making a big to-do. Now, Matt, you were – you were doing something today. You've had some kind of shoulder thing that you're fighting, and, and I hope that thing gets up. You know, you get that thing taken care of. Let me just tell you, this event over at the Baylor Club, if you need to get some gifts for your family, your loved ones, your siblings, whoever it is in your life, you need to get over here to the Baylor Club. A tremendous event. And, in fact, uh, Matt, if you'll show up, I will cover your donation to charity. All right? Uh, I mean, I don't. That kind of that'll make you look bad, but I will cover it. I'll, yeah. co- I'll cover your I'll cover your cover charge, which is a twelve dollar donation to the. Uh, so it's a really neat thing over here at the Baylor Club. Now, Matt, are you? Um, I mean, you, I, I like that you're going to the Big Twelve Championship game. I don't like that Baylor's not in it this year. Um, do you? As we get closer to this, do you have a sense like? We're now hearing that TCU could lose the game and still get into the college football playoff. I am not buying that. If TCU loses that game, there would be such an outpouring of support for either Alabama or Ohio State or whoever. There would be, I'm telling you, the Alabama, the the SEC people would go crazy if something like that happened. 
Um, how are you sensing that would play out if K-State, and that's a good K-State team as we saw out there at McLean Stadium, how do you think this thing will go down if TCU loses that game? I saw the argument that you're mentioning that was on Twitter where, again, it's on Twitter, so we'll <laughs> start there, that uh, maybe if TCU loses, there's still the, the belief that they'll get into the college football playoff. I would go straight back to that first uh, rankings reveal where TCU wasn't even in the top four, and you and I have seen every ESPN talking head talk about how they haven't played anybody, and the Big 12 doesn't mean anything, and they don't even look on their own company website to look at the strength of uh, schedule and the strength of record. I <laughs> believe that you know, TCU might get booted. TCU might get booted because yeah. this is an SEC-dominated college football playoff, and that's not just an opinion I have. Let's look back at the last six or seven years of this thing. That's what happens, and I'll tell you what, if Alabama gets in over a one-loss TCU team, I've got a major issue with it, and I think Brett Yormark has uh, the stones to go after the CFP. He's running a different Big 12 right now. Uh, they announced a whole new brand and entertainment uh, yeah. partnership today for the Big 12 championship game. I think Brett Yormark will be very vocal, which is exactly what the Big 12 needs. They need their own version of uh, the SEC commissioner, and so hopefully there would be a huge outcry if TCU misses out because they deserve to be in this thing regardless if they win on Saturday or not. And Kansas State is a great team. You're right, Mosley. I mean, my God, we saw them absolutely clobber Baylor on a blackout sellout. Everybody was so amped up, and they just popped the balloon right there for Baylor's season. So should be a good game on Saturday, but TCU deserves to be in this thing. I like it, um, it but don't put it past them to do that and no matter what uh, your mark says there's only so much he can do about something like that and i do like the uh i do like the uh the younger hipper big 12 that he keeps talking about uh and to uh to drive that point home um doing the coin toss this guy is near and dear to my heart because he's a great fighter out of the dallas area from the mean streets of Duncanville, Texas, or I think DeSoto claims Errol Spence Jr. handling the uh, the coin toss. Okay, you'll be there watching all this, and then Ashanti performing the national anthem, and um, and then there's a collaboration. The Big Twelve. You'll have to walk me through that. Some of this I don't even totally know. It. It's so young and so cool and so hip. I don't even understand what it is. But the Big Twelve. <laughs> is headed that direction. What is this other collaboration? Can you tell me what that is, the the BAPE collab? It's over my head as well. <laughs> you and I dress the same, and if you're not hip enough, I think that means I'm not hip enough to even understand this. I might have deleted the email as it came in because usually Big 12 emails are full of PR fluff, but I did see there's lots of collaborations. And to your Mark's credit, didn't he say that back in uh, July? Hey, we're going to make this exactly like you said, younger and hipper. And so I'm all for it. This guy ran the Brooklyn Nets. They're one of the most recognizable brands in the world. So the Big 12's on a good path. All right. Uh, talking to Matt Lively from Channel 6. And we're getting ready for this Big 12 uh, title game. And all these uh, things that the Big 12 is announcing. And... Matt, it leaves us to talk about the end of this Bears, not season, because they still have a bowl game. I, I liked it that somebody put out yesterday, well, nobody's in the portal yet. Well, 
I mean, I hope they don't. I hope everybody stays. But let's because they're not in the portal Monday. I don't even think we're officially in a portal, um, you know, timeline yet. So we'll see how all this works. But Matt, what are you what are you hearing the latest? I saw a projection yesterday that had the Bears in the Metroplex, which would be great for. But I mean, Baylor fans have a ton of alums in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that would make it easy for the fan base to get there to a game. I can't say that would excite people that much if they were in Fort Worth or Dallas for one of those two bowl games. Anything, what's the latest scuttlebutt we're hearing on where the Bears may end up? I'm reading a lot about the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Okay. But I think right. the best option for the Bears, and let's, let's, you know, if they want to expand the brand sort of in the south and the southeast, the, the Liberty Bowl in Memphis is the spot to be. I send out a shout-out to my parents. They're moving to Franklin, Tennessee, right outside Nashville tomorrow. Nice. They're leaving the, the dry days of Florida behind. They're going to Franklin, Tennessee. And so I would be right in the state come Christmas time to just drive oh. over and cover the Liberty Bowl. So I think selfishly I'm holding out for that. But what an opportunity to kind of get into the Tennessee market uh, as they expand the Big 12. That's going to be a big region for them. I think uh, going to the Liberty Bowl would be huge. I think you're right. If they end up in the Armed Forces Bowl or the First Responders Bowl, people in Dallas don't like Baylor, I don't think. You know, they're TCU people. They're SMU people. So let's get it out of the state, get some more eyes on the Bears. <laughs> People in Dallas love Baylor. You get that out of your mind. There are way more Baylor know, alums T- in T- Dallas. T-C-U, than There was a lot of purple in Waco. The P- TCU people are, like, scared to come to Dallas, first of all. There's not that many. <laughs> there's not that many. I mean, I'm telling you, Baylor has every bit the fandom that those schools have in those areas. So that sometimes I have to set you straight with all your Florida background and Arizona roots. But I'm excited to hear about this tender Tennessee Christmas that could happen. You'll have to turn on that famous old Amy Grant song and just listen as you drive to Franklin. Boy, I tell you, you, the, the, if I know Franklin, I mean, that's a very wealthy area over there, so good to know that the lively folks have done extremely well over the years. Franklin, Tennessee, and that's where a lot of the uh, country music stars live, right outside I, of I Nashville. Didn't, I didn't tell you. My, my dad's a recording artist. <laughs> is that is that true? No, it's not true at all. He's an orthodontist, <laughs> but God, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it be? <laughs> I was like, okay, I think he's pulling my leg, but I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, orthodontist. That's a good place, though. Franklin, go hang out in Frank. That, that is a it is a beautiful area. And then you can uh, during the holidays, you can go to the Ryman, go to some of those uh, Grand Ole Opry, and do some of the fun oh, yeah. things like that. Now, Bears and um, and you're always Johnny on the spot. On a, I've been known not to make it to every Baylor media availability. I mean, I, I try to make most. But, boy, you pop up everywhere they are. Oh, Scott Drew, here's Matt Lively and Chris Williams. They're together again. Quillen will show up as well. Baylor versus Marquette tonight playing in the arena. I think it's called, like, Fiserv or something like that. The arena where the Bucks play. Um, I like this matchup, of course, and then we'll get ready for the Bears in Gonzaga to hook up in somewhere in the Dakotas on Friday 
Uh, so I, I would say these, these are some great early matchups for the Bears in a, in a true test, and I, I think this is a tremendous way to open the season. Uh, what do you think about that Marquette matchup, though, in particular this evening for the Bears? Because you don't want to start thinking about Gonzaga and, and look past these Marquette, uh, what are they, Eagles? I think they may be some, some form They're of the bird. Golden Eagles. Golden, golden Eagles, Eagles, that's right, that's right. What do, what do we think about this matchup? Yeah. I yeah. really like it. I mean, they know Shock is smart quite well, uh, although he no longer resides in Texas. I was shocked to learn that this is the first time in the Scott Drew era that they were even facing Marquette. Isn't that crazy? What, a great program like Marquette, and this is the first time that Scott Drew is facing them. The last time the Bears played him was in 1999. You might know a little bit more about that era than I do. I was two years old, and some fishy stuff was going down. So I think it's nice that Marquette and Baylor are back on the, on the court meeting each other. But I like the matchup for the Bears. Marquette started out fine. I think they're 5-2, and two, but they haven't faced anyone close to the quality of Baylor. And what you respect about Scott Drew is that they've already faced Virginia. They've already faced UCLA. They're facing Marquette tonight. Then they've got Gonzaga. They've got a Pac-12 matchup in two weeks. So this team is ready for that. I don't know if Marquette is ready for the force of Baylor, but I know that Baylor is ready for Marquette. All right. And it, you reminded me, by the way, um, Mr. Loner, Caleb Loner, it appears sure. that we'll, he'll be on the Matt Mosley show Thursday. So you'll want to be by the dial, Matt. I know you and Chris and Curtis and Nicole and everybody, Darby, Jack, the whole gang, everybody kind of plans their afternoons around the Mosley show. Um, and uh, so that's going to happen on Thursday. So go ahead and lock that in. Uh, women's hoops. Um, uh, we'll hear from Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance next. But that, that, I, think, I think this is really going to end up benefiting the Bears. And the best news I can give you, and, and, and Nikki said this after the tournament the other night, she said something to the effect of hoping we get Asia Blackwell back. Um, the uh, the transfer from Missouri, the, that, those were really great words for Baylor fans to hear. And so I, I, I think the great thing about this is, and they had two losses, it's very unlike the Baylor women's program, but those were against ranked opponents, and help may be on the way. And the best thing I can say, Matt, is those freshmen are getting a ton of minutes they might not otherwise get. Now, they were going to play some anyway, even with Asia Adre, but when you have to lean this heavily on Little Page Bugs uh, and, and Bella Fonaroy, I, I think that's only going to pay off when it gets to conference. 100%. It was pretty cool. A, a few games ago, Melissa Smith and Queen Egbo were sitting courtside watching these freshmen go off against Maryland, which it didn't end the Bears' way, but they still played really well. Bella Fonaroy is a dominating presence. I mean, she... She's got height. She's really athletic. Uh, and then Little Page Bugs, as we've already seen to begin the season, she can score at will. So you're, you're totally right. During this part of the schedule where you want to get these wins, but it's not the end of the world that they're not because it's not going towards the Big 12 standings, give them as much experience as possible. When they play Arizona in a few weeks, that's going to be the real test. But, I, you know, losing Asia Blackwell is terrible. Hopefully they get her back. We're hoping that she's got a speedy recovery. But you're totally right. Getting more minutes at that yeah. level is, is massive. All right. Um, and real quick, did you um, are you okay with this um, Arizona State hire? 
uh, you are a proud alum of that school, and I think they went with the Oregon offensive coordinator, uh, Dillingham. Uh, is that is are you uh, are are you on board with this? Kenny Dillingham was the junior varsity high school football coach of many of my friends at Chaparral High School in the early 2010s. I love this hire. It's shocking that Arizona State University made a good hire. I'm floored. I'm actually floored that something positive is coming out of the program. Kenny D era has started. I'm all on board. We'll see you next year in the Fiesta Bowl when, when ASU is back at its height. I'm a big fan, Mosley. <laughs> okay. i got to kind of see if Fiesta Bowl's even in the rotation next year, uh, what, what that would mean if you all were in the Fiesta Bowl. But, uh, uh, Matt, great to see you. Appreciate you, man. You had um, some stuff you were doing earlier today, kind of getting your shoulder right, and, uh, and you were able to jump out of that and jump right onto the air with us. Appreciate you, your dedication to the cause, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I was trying to get out of the tube and give you a call. I'm glad it worked out. We'll talk next time, Mosley. All right, there he is from an MRI tube and a CT scan. I hope they scan that brain, make sure he's okay there. No, he's fine. Uh, Matt's uh, got a little shoulder issue, and we may have to go in there and do a little surgery, but we'll get him, we'll get him right. Uh, we, uh, we now will have our weekly appearance from none other than the Baylor women's basketball coach, Nikki Collin, that is next. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. An unsung hero.